The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? Ouija boards. What's up with those, man? What's The second you saw what it was, I sent you a link to a digital Ouija board. The second you saw it, it's like it was almost like you were frozen in fear. Why? Well, see, Ouija boards are frightening because, like, if you believe, I'm of the hold on, the that. board itself is frightening. I think. Like, are you afraid of the way they space the letters and the the sun and it's the just moon? Not a, that it's, terrifies it's just not you? as symmetrical as I'd hope. It terrifies to, to be. you. No, 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 no. Um, the the idea, the concept of like physical Ouija boards in general just to like ooh why is that like cuz like i know they're i know they're pushed and uh they were they're sold as a game but yet there's been so many like the supernatural and the haunting shows and just scary movies tied to Ouija boards and then being used as conduits and like kind of like doorways to speaking to like spirits and stuff have you ever and done it one when you were a kid do you ever do it ever in your life once really uh and i'm i'm a very gullible person How old so are when you? i put <clears throat> I think we were in like junior year. I think Josh got either oh, Jay so or Josh got a bunch it. of friends. Yeah, what'd you guys? It was do? Jay or Josh. Well, the thing is, we we tried to talk to the dead and see if there's any spirits in Whose Josh's house. house. Josh's. It was okay. in Josh's, uh, his mother's house. But here's the thing: is that I'm super gullible. My friends know it, mm-hmm. so I don't fully believe that it was anything real. Like any movements, I instantly self doubted it. I didn't trust it at all. So then, what are you afraid of? Movies because. No, just the idea that I do believe that they are powerful when they're being used with the with intention. Okay. But because I felt that I was being like they're going to try and trick me, I didn't take their their reading as real. But if like I were to do a Ouija board with you and Amber and I don't know like other friends that were like, were serious about trying to like like Lindsay like to try and like we, we want to actually like use this with real and we're not trying to mess with each with anyone, I would be a little more like cautious with it. Like I would take it as serious because. I mean, when you've seen Ouija boards used in disrespectful or not taken serious enough, you know, it never ends well. Right. You know, you keep disappearing in and out, man. We, we angered them as it, we That's angered them, weird. I feel. Um, so, have, so the, okay, so you say you, you feel like they have some sort of power and it freaks you out. Mm-hmm. Is it, have you heard a per, somebody else's personal story that makes you feel like this person's not going to make this up? So, this is why uh, that that yeah. kind of freaks me out. That is that is too actually. Um, I had a story from one of my family members that uh, I really do. I trust them and I believe them when it comes to stuff like this. And they had used uh, a Ouija board. They'd been around with friends that had uh, played with a Ouija board back in high school. And during it, it's, it's like whenever I say the word Ouija board, you 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 dip out. <laughs> uh, they were them and friends were messing with one. And the they ended up talking to a devil or a demon of sort. Now I don't know. I don't truly believe that they're connected to like the hells and like actual devils and stuff like that. But hells connected. Plural? Yeah, like the like or like hell. I meant hell <laughs> as hell. <laughs> I want to say the nine hells, but I was like hell. Like uh, I don't believe like the like devil and hell and like the actual connection. Like whether or not that it's that. So would you but, were saying if we were doing it in a different setting. You would, you'd probably be down to do it, right? 
I'd be down so to do it. that's the way, what, was, what would be the first question you would ask the board? I mean, if we're just going, I mean, if we're just going in and trying to see if there is anyone to be out there, I guess I'd kind of be trying to, uh, I mean, if it's just kind of like a general group of friends, I'd try to reach out to uh to, to dead actor i don't know maybe like a dead actor like a dead celebrity or i don't know if i'd go for a family member directly i know what question I'd i don't ask. know what question would you ask why am i still doing this show What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. We just can't stop, people. We're we back. just can't stop. Another week, another creepy week. Chris and Anthony getting creepy, and once again, we're joined mm-hmm. by Amber Cohn. What's up, Amber? You know, living the dream. Thank you for having me, you or know, living, here in this Zoom chat. Or living the nightmare. <laughs> or dun, living dun, the... Dun. I mean, one man's nightmare is another man's dream. Am I right? Maybe not John go. Wayne Gacy kind of thing. Yowzes. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this, Amber. Have you ever used a Ouija board? Uh, same thing. Once at like a sleepover. How old were and, you? And, oh God, uh, maybe a freshman in col- uh, high school. Okay. Freshman in high school. And I went slumber- to my friends. Wait, I'm sorry. You have slumber parties in high school? Is that a thing? I mean, is that a thing? That's a girl thing. Okay. I mean, yeah. I it was know. like a friend's birthday party. She had like everyone camp out in the backyard big whatever you know but there was a bunch of us so we all broke out the ouija board and we were playing with it and of course it moved when you know five people had their hands on it that's what she said (laughs) sorry couldn't help you're disgusting (laughs) but so it was moving around yeah, one girl was playing it up. Like now, looking back, it's totally fake. But one girl was playing it up. Like that's my cousin's name. Oh my god, that's what he used to say to me. Like random shit. Yeah. So then, when we brought it into the other room, me and this one girl—it was just the two of us—we had our hands on it, and it wasn't moving. And then all of a sudden, it started moving and moving, whatever. So then I took my hand off, and then this girl had her hand on, kept moving. Of course, when we switched, and it was just me, nothing. <laughs> so isn't that I, the case <laughs> so i i believe in the power of a ouija board i don't know what it does but i don't feel like messing with it i, I don't i don't feel like doing any of it you've seen paranormal Same. activity enough to be like you know what it's not needed uh yeah that that's the first thing that comes into my head when i think ouija board is it really mm-hmm yeah, oh, that's okay. the first thing is paranormal activity when it catches on fire or it sets something on fire. It sets something on fire in one of those movies. I think it, no, I think it it's a Ouija board in one of them. Yeah, yeah like it sets one. on fire and it just, I don't like that. No. Nope. Um, what about you? For me, when you say we, like for me, the, the movie that comes to mind initially, actually not even, well, it is the movie, but the first word that comes to mind when I hear Ouija board is Captain Howdy. Have either of you ever seen The Exorcist? Um, yes, I think very I started long time to ago. Watch, Captain Howdy is oh is the spirit that she's talking to. It's yeah. her. It's her. The friend that she talks to on the Ouija board, the little girl Reagan. 
Um, yeah, I did. We played with a Ouija board when I was a, a kid. Again, it's one of those things. There's a part, but it was a family party, right? So we had a family party at my dad's aunt's house and me and a bunch of cousins and my sister went into one of the back bedrooms and um, there was a whole bunch of board games and stuff in the, in the closet and we pulled out the Ouija board and started like, yeah, we're going to do this. We you know turned all the lights off and, and had some candles going and same thing, dude, right? Sitting there and as it starts to move, you just like, come on, who's doing this, right? And I don't know why, because it's why is there that instinct for somebody to just mess with everybody? You know what I mean? How come not everybody can just sit there dead still going, okay, I guess this doesn't work. There's always somebody that's like, all right, I'm going to mess this up, mess around and do this. No, for real. No one ever just, it's just like, let's be serious for once, guys. That's why, like, just this once. Yeah. Like, I think right now, like, if it was like you, me, Amber, and then I, I don't know anyone else that would want to. Like actually try to use a Ouija board. I think I could believe that everyone here would not try to move it. Everyone would be like, "All right, I do that." Chris would absolutely do that. (laughs) You would attempt to, but it would. I I'd be able to. I could. I'd be able to pick it out or something, or we'd be able like, "All right, come on, let's try this for real." Though no way, dude. Like no way, dude. Mm -hmm. I I would have you crying. Literally crying in a corner because you'd be thinking that there's demons coming after you. Nah. literally when he was asking you in the beginning about like what you would ask in a Ouija board I'm sitting here thinking that he's got it pulled up on his own and he's playing with the Ouija board online (laughs) with your questions and that's why I gave you that look I was like oh he's messing with Anthony hardcore let me ask you something did you ever mess with an eight ball oh yeah did you never think that that was the spirits that giving you answers you know what i mean like wasn't that the idea was that the forces of whatever are giving you the answers so in my opinion an eight ball you have that little thing inside yeah yeah, it's it's just randomized you know predetermined answers i mean there's so many finite answers but the answers come up specifically to questions you're asking if you ask you know what i mean not i mean in my opinion i don't think that they come up actually like correct like ask again ask again ask again or if you know you that's break it at some that's point equivalent to a medium going ah, it's kind of murky i can't <laughs> i can't get what they're saying <laughs> but ask when again. i the thing i don't get about ouija boards is why was it sold as a like a kid's board game what it's, is the actual point of the game does anyone to know speak to spirits okay so are you is it a pretend thing and if it's pretend why wouldn't you just sell like a, a, a bed sheet with two eyes cut out and and just Ooh. that's a good idea i mean well, that's no, that, well that comes with the board game though is that one player plays the ghost and everyone else has to bring the, them to life okay but that would make sense but it doesn't make sense because it doesn't come with a little white sheet so here we go you ready this is off of yeah. wikipedia ouija boards History, one of the first mentions of automatic writing, which is what Ouija boards are supposed to represent, uh, is used in the Ouija board is found in China around 1100 AD. There's historical documents of the Song Dynasty that talk about it. The method was known as Fuji, planchette writing. The use of a planchette writing as an ostensible means of necromancy and communion with the spirit world continued and albeit under special rituals and supervisions was a central practice of the Quanzan school until it was forbidden by the Qing dynasty. Then necromancy is usually looked down upon uh, as a part of the spiritualist movement. So you know about the spiritualist movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it started, I believe it started up here. Actually, I have to look into that again. Um, 
anyway, uh, as part of the spiritualist movement, um, mediums began to employ various means for communication with the dead. Following the American Civil War in the U.S., mediums did significant business in allegedly allowing survivors to contact lost relatives. Uh, Ouija itself was created and named in Baltimore, Maryland in 1890, but the use of talking boards was so common by the 18, by 1886 that news reported the phenomenon taking over the spiritualist camps in Ohio. So it, then it became a commercial parlor game. So here's your answer, right? How did it become a game? So businessman Elijah Bond had the idea to patent a planchette sold with a board on which the alphabet was printed, much like the previously existing talking boards. Bond was filed on uh, May 28, 1890 for the patent protection and thus is credited with the invention of the Ouija board. Um, so it was just about being a a game because back in those days, talking to the spirits was actually, you know, because of the spiritualist movement, it was very much accepted, right? And wasn't seen as, oh, this could be malevolent or you could be messing with things you shouldn't be. It was just about talking to the other side and those that passed. And because yeah. the spiritualist movement was really trying to push that this is real, that there are spirits that uh, there's another side, you know, that we should accept it in kind of an, kind of a, like a remove the stigma thing. So back then, mm-hmm. that was their thing. Um, so there's your answer. So that's why. Because a board game, using it for a board game was just like, that's not a big deal. Who cares? It's just like playing cops and robbers or cowboys and Indians, you know? Well, well, makes, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. But. They had no clue what they were opening up, right? Exactly. But is it that, or is it just the depending on the use of it, or do, is it is it the power? Because you know, there's the, that uh, line of thought too that if you believe in this kind of stuff, that uh, it only has however much mm-hmm. power you give it. Basically, it's like it's like the it's like, uh, what's it like the voodoo, it, it, or or is it just anything with it? Anything with magic, I think, or spirit connected would be like that. Yeah. No. So. Unless unless you believe it, unless you give it power, it it doesn't have power over you. Well, so is that the case because then does that b- destroy the argument like so when you get all your friends together and you do this thing, right? The idea is is you want to respect what you're dealing with. Right. So when people don't respect it because they don't believe it, then they're not giving it any power. So the argument that we're saying though is about giving it powers, mm. you know, all of that thing doesn't work here because so, that's saying that it only has power and exists when we give it power. Whereas somebody who doesn't have that and doesn't take it seriously could still kind of poke the bear when it comes to the negative power. Right. Well, yeah. Well, it's kind of like when you're playing with, um, if you, if you're all, if, if we were all to sit down and be serious and try to contact the dead with a Ouija board, we all would give it the power. Like if we were all uh, sitting around trying to contact something with the Ouija board, we were giving it the power. If there's three of us and one of us is mocking the power that both me and let's say me and Amber are being serious and you're mocking it and you're poking fun at it. Sure, we're not all believing in it, but there's enough of a draw that me and Amber opened up this doorway. Whatever you poked at was is what's coming through you whether or not I, you believe in it we we open the door you know what i always wonder is why what? do we always re- reference it as a door how come we don't pull back the curtain or open the window why is it always opening the door because i th- this is right off the top of my head this is not an actual answer because 
if you're opening a window, you can't just walk through a window. You, you have to like through shimmy it. through a window or jump through it. If you open the curtain, pull back it's, the curtain. Yeah. If like you pull back the curtain, it's more. Um, it's more. I guess a curtain's more temporary. Temporary. You can move it and open it. With a door, you can close it, lock it, and you're not getting through. With a curtain, I mean, you can just keep walking through it, and eventually it'll just kind of whoop, right lock. over your head. I like that. <laughs> I like that actually. That's a. It's a good. Uh, it's a good thought. That's that's pretty good thought. Yeah. But I think that's where it would be. Where if you have a whole family of friends and no one truly believes in the Ouija board, there isn't going to be anything. But if you have one person in that whole family that's that's doing it for shits and giggles, that's enough that if they put with true intention, I would believe that it could pull something, which is why I don't like to mess around with them. Because I believe that Ouija boards do have energy and stuff can, stuff can come through that. And I'm not trying to just open it for anything. I personally believe that anything can have energy if you give it to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll go on the the episode of whatever we decide to talk about when it comes to religion <laughs> and spirituality. Um, but I, I believe that you can literally give energy to anything and it can manifest something for you. Whether it's good or bad, it depends on your intention. Mm-hmm. That said... The reason Amber's back, and we talked about it last week, is for the month of October, Anthony and I are decided, we, we are, we are decided, yeah, we decided to go creepy. Mm-hmm. And going creepy for us is watching scary movies, talking about scary stuff, creepy making things. Me, making me listen to The Grudge uh, uh, on repeat. Uh, it's on loop. Uh, 24 hours, guys. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> there's people driving going like jesus what the hell's wrong with them uh, so this this week we watched a movie uh we were over at your place to watch this movie mm-hmm. um i saw i had heard about it only in passing because again another plug for the show on our network damn that's scary i'm seriously i love that show uh but they talked about uh in passing that this was on shutter and that it was getting rave reviews so i decided it was going to be that or another movie, and I got to tell you, I'm glad I picked this one 100% because, um, man, I haven't had that kind of like that experience in watching something like this in a long time. So the movie we picked uh, this week was a, f- a film called Host. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Host is a 2020 British found footage horror film directed by Rob Savage and based on a script written by Savage, Gemma Hurley, and Jed Shepard. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. This this was... Uh, I mean, I, I think we all kind of had made the relation and the comparison throughout watching it and the, the after, the kind of the reaction of like kind of processing how we felt in the movie, but... I'll say my instant feelings from this is this is how I felt watching uh, Paranormal Activity for the first time. This is how I felt watching Blair Witch for the first time because the very first Blair Witch I saw in the theater. So Mm -hmm. I remember I was in my early 20s when that movie came out. um, And I was I remember working. So whatever job it was one of these like shit jobs I had got had when I was in my early 20s. I literally had like 30 different jobs in a year's time at one point in my life. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, dude. And this was like one of these like little office jobs. I was working for a temp agency and they sent me to one of these office jobs. And I remember reading, uh, I had a little news, uh, local newspaper um, and there was an article in there about 
the students out of Orlando who were doing this film and that the idea was is that it was supposed to be real except it was so I I'd already knew it wasn't real when I first saw it I knew the gimmick so when I went to see it in the theater though I just remember just being blown away like watching it today I mean yeah it can be creepy and there are parts of it that are you know are are pretty intense but it just doesn't it doesn't have that kind of punch anymore because everybody mm-hmm. knows about it and there's so much about it that's in pop culture that it kind of loses the fear factor um but when it first came out so many people thought it was real and i remember sitting in that theater right and you're in a theater where if you you've both seen the movie right the original do you remember how many times it was like pitch black and all you could hear was like wood sounds and yeah. you're in a theater, and when the light, when the there's no light coming from the screen at all, right? All that's lit up is the little walkways and stuff. So it's like almost pitch black in there, and you're just listening to this like. And I remember, like my heart and my throat, like super shallow breathing, like holy shit, holy shit, this is intense. This is, and that whole last sequence, all the way to the end, right, blew me away. And I just remember thinking, wow, where are horror movies going to go from here? And you said mm-hmm. it, paranormal activity. So they went from that that kind of shaky handheld style in your face camera to uh, now it's more about yeah you had the dude with his own camera, but now you also had kind of like like static, what? right? It's just yeah. kind of mm-hmm. sitting there and you're watching it, almost like a security camera. Mm-hmm. And the stuff they did again took it to another level. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Well, dude, remember, think- remember the scene where you could hear the, like those footsteps coming down the hall. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. slams shut. Oh my gosh. Or yes. how about when she's in bed and it pulls her out of bed and down the hallway and she's screaming. You just dude. see it dragged. Oh, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my God. It, it, it kind of just was, for, I don't know, was it for the longest time, like you said, unless it was a horror movie where it was acceptable to look cheap and you just kind of took with it. This was a horror movie that made you feel real because anyone could go out and rent or buy or get an expensive camera and then a couple other cheap cameras for statics and it makes it work. Yeah. And you can do it by yourself. So it was good. Yeah, found footage. So we, we talked about this before in the last one, how, you know, everybody, a lot of horror people, a lot of directors, writers, film people always talk about how horror is one of the easiest kinds of genres to make a film in mm-hmm. because you don't mm-hmm. need much. You need, you need to make it look good, uh, but it needs good writing, obviously, but you can really pull off horror in just, what is that? Did, did you ever see that real super short video? It's only like maybe a minute long or a minute and a half. <gasps> the lights. Yes. Yes, right? Oh, my God. And that, you see how short a time that is enough to scare the shit out of you? Mm -hmm. I still can't actually watch that full video. (laughs) I can't watch the movie that they made based off of it. I cannot. Is that Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? Is that what it is? Oh, God, no. No, It's it's like, um, it's like, don't turn off the light or something. Something something like that. that. Yeah. Okay. I... That kind of thing, I have chills now. Um, but it. I'm not trying to freak you guys oh. out. Is that? Let me ask you something in the background. That little lamp that you have back there is the is the shade. Is it loose or is it like is it snug? Because it looked like it was just shaking. I don't know if it was your camera moving, but it's it looked like the, it swung. It's the uh, the floor in the in the. Yep. Oh no! Like in the it, room. no, it looked like it swung side to side. Like I could literally see it move along the ba- where you can I see don't th- I I think you're messing with me. No, I will, tell you, it's I will snug. let you I will it is snug. I will tell you the next time I see it. I Please do cuz I'm recording I'm recording this yes, so yes, it's all yes. good. Yes, you'll be able to go back. Good. You'll be able to see it. Good. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I I've, I've never 
I've never felt anything weird in this house. No. I, I've done some some things in this house, and I've never felt anything weird. Sorry, every time I go there, I feel something weird. <laughs> Lie. Oh, Anthony. well, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, like, so, no. so the idea with these, the, these, the, these the movies, right, is when Paranormal Activity came out, that set a new standard. It was like, holy crap, this is amazing. And even the subsequent films afterwards were pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, eh. you know, it got it, it got kind of hokey towards the very yeah. end, but overall, the next couple were pretty decent. Um, three was good. I think three was really, really three good. was good. Um, that I think four is when it started going a little bit more off the rails. Well, I don't want to say off like, the rails. It's just they had a different idea just, as to what this whole story meant, you know. But it's okay. Yeah. Um, but then now there's this, right? So we're in quarantine when they were doing this film. Uh, it's a found footage, but the entire the thing about this film is it's the entire thing is done over Zoom. There's no other shots whatsoever. It's strictly mm-hmm. Zoom, and it's whether or not the they're using their phone, uh, you know, cameras for the Zoom or a laptop. But that's all it is. You're not seeing kind of like these cutaways, and you know what I mean. Nothing at all. It's completely static from. The perspective of whatever device they're using i love it too is that they showed the cameras of because when we first started watching it i'm like all right so this is done completely in zoom is this are we going to see a movie take place of everyone just sitting down and it isn't that yeah you see it you see people picking up their computers and walking mm. with them and, and using you see that computers. all the time i mean that's what's mm. our reality now with zoom and with quarantine and with with the pandemic and everything going on with coronavirus uh, you know, there are still people who aren't still getting together. So their parties are over Zoom and they're having, you know, mm-hmm. we've done it. We did a Zoom party, one a drinking party one time. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes, Anthony, we did. Anthony was hurting the next day, but we did a, we had a drinking party. I think we party. both threw up that night. <laughs> yeah. That was not <laughs> fun. I didn't, I didn't oh, drink oh, that much. It. That was pretty funny. I know that. I'm was, so oh. mad at you for that. <laughs> I don't like to talk about that night, guys. That was one of the last nights, that's one of the last nights I drank. Oh, uh, but anyway. But yeah, but so that's, it's still a reality and people do that in their parties they bring up their they move around the rooms and so that's what made I this do that with my therapist exactly and yeah. that's what made this even more real right so like Blair Witch felt real because these kids felt like they were really going out to make a documentary they were acting mm-hmm. natural you know uh, paranormal activity again extremely natural the dude would obviously have his camera right because of these weird things but then there's those moments sense. where he's just like come on honey let's keep it on while we're going to bed right and a guy would do that. So it was very realistic. And, and, and so now there's this and it's based in what is going on in the moment. Right. And think about this also, think about how this plays into already the, the, the coronavirus fear. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Immediately at the beginning of the, so to open the film, right? Like we're going to, so the idea behind the plot in this film is that there's this group of friends that decide they're going to do a seance over zoom. And obviously things are going to go wrong. Um, I mean, who 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 watches a seance movie about and it goes right? You just hear the yeah. word seance and you're like, mm, nope. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you know, but but to to speak to the coronavirus thing, there's a literally scene at the very beginning where one of them's coughing and everyone's like, oh, ho, ho, coronavirus, and they're you know putting up their cross finger mm-hmm. hands on the screen and the one girl makes a joke which is funny she's like it used to be that you would cough to hide a fart but now you have to fart to hide a cough (laughs) because it's so true so true um you don't want to be the one that's coughing in the room but that's my point like this movie immediately like within the first two minutes of the film three minutes of the film brings you into reality that we all know is reality so already we're we're in 
we're, we are so, so mm-hmm. sucked into this film. Like, this is not fiction. This is something that we're witnessing friends getting ready to do this, right? And I think that was one of the, the cool parts about it is because it's Zoom, for me, I knew we were watching a movie. We're sitting down to watch a movie, but instantly I felt like I was just watching somebody's, like, get-together that we just got a chance to get into. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's how, that's how it felt. It felt very realistic. It felt uh, immersive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where... I don't know if I, I mean, I guess I didn't, I guess, yeah, it is. It's a found footage film. Yeah. But to me, I didn't see it that way. Like, um, found, footage, activity found footage film means that the they whole, filmed it themselves in terms of, yeah. in, in a reality world, not like they were filming it to make a movie. It's footage. Yeah. No, 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 no. no I mean, I mean, like, but whenever they show like a uh, paranormal activity, it's like these, this was filmed on this. This is what this is reporting of it. It makes you feel like this. This was very much a, Boom, and you were watching the call. That's yeah. it. Like you got to watch a part of this life. Yeah, at the beginning, we see what we are all very familiar with uh, mm-hmm. these days is the the sign on screen. You know, f- for Zoom, like where you go in and you have to click to start a meeting. And we watch this all on screen, like we're literally watching someone's computer screen. Uh, the video. So I, I got. I had the chance of watching this again. Let me ask you guys something. In the beginning of the film, the very very beginning, I, we didn't have the sound up enough because I don't remember. Uh, when I was watching it at home, there was um, a part in the film at the very beginning where she puts the thing down, right? And then you hear some banging. And so she grabs yep. the thing yeah. and she starts going down the hallway. And you she whispers. She's like, or she says, she says hello, or is, is there anybody there? Did you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah. See, I, I, I heard something. Yeah, I didn't catch that. And then that's when her little closet door opens and all that mm-hmm. shit falls out. And then they mm-hmm. don't ever like reference that again the rest of the film. It was almost like not until later, right? But you almost forgot completely about that um, as it started to ramp up. Um, so here's the thing with this movie, the development of this movie. The film has its basis in a short video created by Rob Savage in 2020. Did you both see this 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 short video on Twitter that he did? I didn't see the full video. I saw clips of it through interviews that they had taken with the uh, that had they had done with some of the actors and actresses. Do your favorite and watch it. It's it. cool. It's cool. It's cool because it's a, a bunch of them are friends that we didn't see in the film, but they may have been mm-hmm. part of production. But some of them are that like Gemma's on there, Emma's on there. Uh, Ma- uh, I think Ma- all Medina, of them. Are. No, not all of them. Medina's on there, and then the director's no. on there with a bunch of other people. But they're yeah. all friends in real life. They they're all just happen to be friends in real life, and mm-hmm. they were gonna do all of it. I, I read a little bit up on it. Yeah, exactly. So that article was really great. The one that I, did you read? The one I sent you. Ooh, I think I started reading it. That one's really really good. It goes in depth and it really talks about that when you talk about them being friends and stuff. So there, that's another tradition in some of these real classic found footage films like Blair Witch or the the paranormal activity kinds of films is typically you have a cast of all unknowns. These are people who are all unknowns because they're supposed to be real people. You want it to be very realistic. The second piece of it is they usually use their real names and that's the case here. All of these people use their real names so that mm-hmm. it felt more natural. Um, one of the things I saw about the way they did this because it was pandemic. So again, the idea was the director had this kind of group uh, of, of friends that they they were doing all kinds of things they were trying they were doing like game night game nights on weekends and things like that but they they also created a movie club so this movie club would meet all the time to talk about whatever films and movies they were talking about and uh 
one of these nights, he already had pre-filmed something, right? And so one of these nights, he decided he was going to get mess with them. So they're doing their thing, and he starts acting like he's hearing something from his attic. And he says, hang on, give me a second. And so he comes off, but when he comes back on, it's still him talking, saying, I th- I'm hearing something in the attic. I think I'm going to go up and check it. And they're all re- reacting. It's already something he filmed. He's just literally now putting that I on. I didn't know that. See. All right. So they're watching this, and they're and you know it's it's the exact same scene almost exact from when she hears something and she puts the her phone up oh, you know and is, is swinging it around mm-hmm. real slow. Except this time, instead of seeing like in the film with the hanging legs, this time as it comes across, oh, first of all, this is the best part. Everybody's just like, oh my god, what is it? And they're like, like in the movie, they're all up on the screen like, oh shit, what is this gonna be? You like they're really getting <laughs> into it, right? Um. And they're like, yeah, go on up there. Be careful. And one guy's like, dude, what is – and he grabs a knife and he's like – and they're like, what are you going to do with that? And Gemma goes, if you hurt yourself, what are we supposed to do? Like no one's with you. Like what are we going to do then? <laughs> so he starts going up there and Emma, the blonde girl, she's just like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And he's showing the attic and all this stuff. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't like this. That's me. And then That's all me. of a sudden, where those legs would have been, instead, it's like this demon-looking look- child. It looks like he maybe oh. got his kid all done up in makeup. And he... And then he, he screams and falls back. And the next thing you see is like the camera landing sideways and then his f- legs. So you all you see is his legs laying there. And they're just all like... <gasps> is this real? Is this for real? Is this really happening? And one of them's going, he's not moving. He's not, Rob, are you playing? You're not, come on, Rob, are you playing? One dude, one dude's just like, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But it was that, it was that, that sparked the idea of what Mm -hmm. if we had a film that had that, right? And so that's what they did. They ended that inspired them to do this film. I, and they did it in pandemic, dude. They did everything all, on their own. I saw the, mm-hmm. I read about how they produced it. So everybody had scripts for what their characters were going through, um, mm-hmm. but they didn't know what would happen to the other characters. And so what would happen is like, say, say this was Amber's, you know, her frame and she's doing all her parts and her scene. And then it comes mm-hmm. time for her end. We do that. She does all the acting for it. She films it. She sends it to the director. They take it. They say, Hey, we, we might need you to just change this up and they'll do it. So they, they get all that. So when it comes time to watch people doing this, the reactions you're watching is they're watching that for the first time of all the other love people. That. So love those are that. I was those are genuine reactions. That's oh genuine. Oh my gosh, terror. I love that. that so scene, here's so much. One, one sec, there's that one part where because if you watch this, the one who seems to be like really affected by how creeped out and horrible this is is Emma, the blonde girl. She starts hiding yeah. under her covers. And the way for me, because I love film, I always looked at stuff in a in an, in an aesthetic and, and just the way it looks. It's I know exactly where you're gorgeous, going dude. It's like she's getting so scared. There's only all yes, you see is her eye, just the eyeball. She's just trying to pull away, but she still has to kind of see. And just the way it looks on screen, dude, it's so terrifying. And I just remember watching it the second time last night, going, "Man, you know, for for them doing this on their own." They have mm-hmm. some classic and some great shots that are going to go down in horror history. These, this is so good. Well, it's it's so smart how they shot it. I I I can't remember if I read that. If I think were all of them going to be actors, or is it only some of them were actors? Uh, I don't know if it, that I couldn't tell you. So I know I majority of them were actors or, or were stunt actors. Like Teddy was a stunt actor, and the whole scene at the end where his face. That was him. That was real. He, no, that's not he real, was, Anthony. No. Where did you yes, get that I, from? 
That was from an interview with the actor. That's not real fire on his face. No, he was. He's a stunt actor. He was able to do it up himself to make it. So he that's stunt real fire. Actor, yes. You're talking about special effects, a special effects guy, because that's not a stunt actor that's putting fire on your face. There are no stunt people that put fire on their face, dude. They they wear maybe they wear special, things to to fire retardant things. Or that's that's what it was. He knew how to do it himself. Like that's he knew how effects, to do it. That's different. Okay, then there was special. Effects. Where did you read this? Because I didn't see anything. It wasn't a reading. That. It was literally in an interview with them on YouTube. Um, all right, yeah. There's an interview with. All, there's a whole. It's all of them, and they're all talk about how they were. Uh, they were being coached through stunt, like stunt actors and stunt produced, like. Uh, yeah, they all had stunt to be coordinators. Coached. They had people had through to tell like them how Zoom, to do were, like jumping things. in, telling them how to do it, and how to like like work out certain scenes and shit. Like, I think it's so cool because you can't find I mean, anything about Teddy. Um, not only like were they they filmed it all on themselves but like they did all their own stuff on their they on had them, to with themselves they, they had to make it work what i was gonna say was that since you're you know dominating the conversation over here um i found the stunts of, of whatever you want to call it without giving too much away there was one towards the end that i was like how how is that possible? How did you do that by yourself? And it has to be some kind of special effect. Is it the one with the girl when she the, in the hallway? No, it was the girl outside. Outside. Yes, when, oh, when she, she tried came to back escape. In? When she tried to escape, oh. and it got her, and then. Oh, so well, that wasn't a person. Well, yeah, that's that's the first oh, thing and, I thought. And, well, that's the other <laughs> but thing it too. looked so, real. That's what oh, I'm saying. It oh, looked yeah. real. Yeah, for sure. They were. Um, so also the other piece of that is that they. I'm sure they had like significant others and stuff with them because the one girl getting dragged down the hall that needs somebody to help pull her down. You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. just oh, not yeah. happening. But they and also the tra- they the also did stuff in being post. Ripped. Yeah, they also did stuff in posts like. Um, do you remember this towards the very, very end when that thing kind of flies off and hits the girl in the head and knocks her over? Oh, my God. Yes. So that's that's just special effects. That's just complete, like, after the fact, they, they put that in there. But the practical stuff, like when when cabinets would go flying open and things like that, um, or the the wine glass that shatters, right? Like, that's a special effect type thing. Yeah. So they would have to send mm-hmm. these things to the actors and say, this is how you set it up. This is how you do it. And they would literally talk them through it, you know, do practice rounds to make sure they set it up correctly. Um, yeah, that, the, the article I sent you guys in that text is really in-depth on how they do. It's really, really cool. Um, that's why I was <laughs> like, I didn't hear about anybody being a stunt actors at all. Everybody there was kind of like, they don't have any kind of uh, experience in that kind of stuff. So... It's interesting, but but to yeah. just but that's the thing too, man. What blew me away was that it's all these people did this all on their own during quarantine. This mm-hmm. was legit done in homes under quarantine, right? Like that's it. There what? is something very obviously terrifying, like we kind of talked about earlier, that's terrifying when you can relate that much and going way, way back to us feeling like we were watching someone, you know, play on their computer and start it. Right. It it immediately immerses you, just like Anthony said, and you are sucked in for sure. And I have to say that was, I mean, we said it before, that was one of the only movies that it's ever made me actually like scream out loud. And I, it was, it was actually terrifying. It's not one of the movies that I held on to, 
and, and you know, it bothered me later on, but in the moment I felt like I was there and watching someone die in my zoom chat. <laughs> yeah, it was intense, dude. There was at, at that end is just, a, a, it's like, it's, and that's the beauty too. It, it, it really does that kind of perfect balance of, you know, at the beginning, easing you in, giving you little pieces of tension here and there slowly just kind of like okay stuff's happening starts to ramp up a little and then it's like it's like going on a roller coaster all this stuff as while you're climbing it's like ding 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 all these little things are happening and as as you reach the top you're like oh fuck this isn't gonna be good then boom you're straight down and just boom boom one after another all the way to the end until you're just set you're sat sitting there like like you've just been destroyed it was you oh, could, yeah. It was a sl- it was a slow build. Amber, no, I don't think I've ever heard you like, scream so much. You were literally <laughs> screaming, screaming I, out loud. I, I don't I don't scream unless I'm like startled, no. and even then I I turn around just with like fists up. <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready to throw hands every time. And but Anthony, I, Anthony, you were you were there was like four or five times you were gonna hyperventilate and have, up. <laughs> and have There's heart attacks. Two I two ta- two times I know that I had to turn around just because I saw a jump scares coming and I was like, nope, I'm not even put myself in for it. Oh, you turned um, around, you didn't even see, take it? I the, the first I did one the I did opposite. I had to look I away. I always have my eyes half covered. When I know I've watched so many scary movies, I know when a jump scare is coming. Yeah. And yeah. I always have my hands like halfway over my eyes so yeah. I can see through them, but I'm ready to close them if I need to. <laughs> did you expect so remember when we knew certain things were going to come into play mm-hmm. right the totally. little the, the 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 filter um but the the video background right the looped video background when that oh happened, totally saw that coming you, but but we knew that was going to happen but did you think At some point the, the thing where like it's, it's like you, can, no. you know the way zoom works is if you move too far back all of a, all of a sudden you disappear you're not seen anymore right and then did you expect that no, no, me neither. <laughs> like holy, that was something shit. that <gasps> with Zoom and all the capabilities that and features that Zoom has, it brings in a whole new elements of jump scares it that does. you can like. Right now, you're gone. Exactly, <laughs> it's crazy. We're talking on Zoom, and he's just gone all Boom. of a sudden. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like Zoom brings a whole new set of that. If you're watching a movie like this for the first time, you don't know what to expect. Right? Are you just covering your camera? See, and for Anthony, he's just like, oh, that's weird. Wonder what happened. Amber's like, oh, he's just oh, covering no. the camera. You know, I figured, <laughs> well, I figured he just. I figured you'd be moving or something. Or see, something. I'm the person somewhere. that watches a horror movie and is like picking it apart, trying to find the different parts, and that is something that I. I liked, but I also was like, this is kind of cheapy with uh, host was those little parts where I was like, okay, well, obviously this is going to happen. Obviously this mask is going to happen. This is going to happen. Like it was a little predictable for me, but I don't think that my opinion on that should count because I pick apart horror movies. Yeah. So this film currently holds a 100% favorable rating on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Good. This is Serves this it. and I got to tell you, yeah, it's got an average rating of 7.84 out of 10. Uh it's it's Did you guys realize that the film was only an hour? Not until really? after we were at the end of it. Well, yeah, because it's a, oh, it's, it's a, a Zoom, Zoom meeting. It's a regular Zoom oh meeting. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. I I honestly if you have free Zoom, if you have free Zoom, you don't have Zoom Pro. You can you can only have 
up to three people unlimited time. If it goes more than three mm-hmm. people uh, or three Zooms, you know, videos, then there's only an hour limit. And then you have to keep clicking, you know, that you're still going. It comes up saying it's going to... And that happened at some point in the movie. It comes up saying, mm-hmm. you know, it's about to end. And at you the very that. end, I didn't notice it because... You you pointed it out, Chris. You yeah, saw well, it I, the I said, oh, and you pointed it right out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a cool piece to that. Um, Did you notice how... I didn't notice it until I was watching uh, one of the videos talk about it all the messages that they were getting throughout the movie. Like what? It makes, I guess. So at the very bottom of the screen, people were continuing to send oh, messages yeah. or someone yeah, was messages. sending messages. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. But it wasn't yep. them. There was one where, you know who it was is it's what's her name as her head kept smashing onto the keyboard mm-hmm. oh my because God. her, her thing That's came off or whatever. And then all you would see was the matches coming and it was just crazy letters, just letters all over the place, just jumble letters yep. as if you smashed your hands all over the keyboard. Yes. I like, did notice that there was like 13 messages that came through. So that, the movie. that shade just moved again. Just telling you back there mm-hmm. is, is Chloe looking to... at it or did Chloe do something to it? Nope. Chloe's literally licking her butt. Yeah, so she's not bothered. That's why. That's why I don't believe that anything is in this house because Chloe is so protective. She would have done something. She's never knock on wood. She has never seen anything. Can you imagine if you just walked into the room and saw her staring up, just like looking up at the wall? Nothing that's why there. I don't have cats. That's why I don't have cats. <laughs> cats see demons. That's what I believe. <laughs> but I really, really want to talk about the the credits of the movie. How cool, right? Because that was like, I thought the movie was still going for a second until we actually read it. Mm -hmm. It was, that was really, really cool. That was so creative. So think about this too. This, this is also creepy, right? So we talked about the time limit on the film and usually when it's 10 to 15 minutes before the time limit, it tells you zoom tells you and you have to turn it off. But when you're watching this happen, the only person who could turn it off is Haley she's not doing that it's something else that goes and keeps it going for the rest of the for the rest of the hour or whatever the last 10 that hits okay or whatever something else moves that mouse and does that to say that um oh there was one thing about this movie that really bothered me it was only one too everything else i loved it i loved every piece of this movie i think i know what you're and i think i could probably find little things to nitpick here and there i'm serious i can't because can we have Anthony guess before you say it? Oh, he already knows. I already told him. Oh, okay. Um, but it was the fact that th- it's an inconsistency which bothers me. So we know Zoom. I know what it. When when you when you have Zoom, you can either keep it uh, where anytime you know anybody can jump in anytime they want, or you have to create mm-hmm. a waiting room to let them in. It's not back and forth. So at the very beginning of the film, you know, the girl opens up her Zoom thing, and then we get a message coming up saying that there's somebody in the waiting room, and it's her friend. Who we find, you know, a little bit later in the, you know, the beginning, she's throwing rocks mm-hmm. at or a stick at the window to try to get her to let her in. So she lets her in. After that, all the other friends just pop on anytime without her letting them in. They just all pop in. There's no waiting room except when it's time to get the medium. When the medium comes on, then it's a waiting room again. So, and there's it doesn't show like her moving the the mouse around to to click and turn off the waiting room access or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or turning it back mm-hmm. on. That was the only thing I had to say was kind of, eh, you know what I mean? I have a question about that because I actually, I don't do Zoom ever. <gasps> um, I never do Zoom. No. I only do Skype. I My therapist does Skype. We do that. Um, <laughs> so my question about that is if you guys are friends, is there a way that friends can join without requesting it? I don't think so. No. 
Okay. I've never had any. Because again, okay. uh, Gemma was her friend, but she went into the and, waiting room at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, Can man, I- everything about this film was awesome. Now, Gemma, when... Okay, so you know when we are in Haley's bedroom mm-hmm. and they look out the window in the very beginning... Is that Gemma outside, yes. like saying, like, "Hey, I'm on my way home." No, to she's start? Saying, she goes. She says, "Let me in," and she's showing her phone, and she goes, "Let me in." Okay. And so she goes and lets her in, and then she's on that phone, and she's talking as she's walking back to her house. Gotcha. That she tried to get in for from a the house for some reason. Yeah, she tried to get in from the house, and then she wouldn't let her in. So she went outside and was just like, "Hey, let me in," because she's only like a few a few buildings down down the block. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, though. Now that you're saying this. Gemma was at least a story down yes. when we saw it in the beginning. Yes. But she broke through the glass. Yeah. La- later on. We don't know what the so outside that's... looks like. We don't know if there's balconies or any. Maybe it's the back. I, who knows if there's a fire escape mm. to get up to it. But oh, yeah, I, get I guess. It. Yeah, because it's a different area. Yeah, it's in yeah. England. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I totally get that. I, I saw that too. And I was like, mm-hmm. wasn't that wasn't she like a story down? Yeah, no, I got that last night when I was watching okay. it again. But overall, man. What a great film. I thought it was, it really, it was really done. Real. It was done well. I mean, I think the scare, there were certain scares that you could see coming. It, it was mm-hmm. part of the recipe of this mm-hmm. thing. You know, this is how these things work. These films work. But so many different times there was things that caught me off guard that were so, so good. There you, was you very that much. Too, right, Amber? Um, I heard that. I didn't hear it. There's nothing to hear. There was, there was a couple times that, uh, I mean, like jump scare. <laughs> um, when I was trying, like when you can hear or expect certain jumps, jump scares, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, I'm expecting these." But then there were like times, like you said, with the with the face slamming down. I didn't see that coming no. at all. That got me. No. Oh, the my actual God. And, like and the way them- she was playing, she was good. The one who played, um, I forgot her name now, off the top mm-hmm. of my head. I can't Medina? remember her name. Um, no, it was. It, I can't remember her. Medina was the one with the boyfriend that was having issues, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and like again, reality, right? How many people yes. decided they were going to move in to, with somebody right at the beginning of quarantine, and now you can't move out? Yes. Like it, mm-hmm. that's such reality too. But yeah, so it was. It was the one girl she was that had the father. I can't remember her name, but oh god, it was with uh, the, the looping, right? The way Caroline, she was Caroline. so yes. good. She was so terrified, and then Which, even oh, when yeah. that the head slamming thing, that there was a moment where she's just like, like crying and just asking for help. Like how and how helpless do you feel? Like you see this happening to your friend, and they're begging for you to help, and you can't do a thing. Good God, it's freaking crazy. Well, I I just want to say that we completely no one brought up her. It never was mentioned again. Where was her father? That I thought that too. Where the hell was, Where her, was her dad? Where was her father? Well, how do you not hear the screaming? Maybe he wasn't alive. Didn't she hear? Didn't she hear something or say? Yeah, maybe yeah. that was something? his death. Okay, but do you remember the the feet hanging? As soon as I saw the feet hanging, that's what I thought it was. I thought that they were going to show his dead body. I thought he oh, was hanging up there. Fuck it. That's what I thought immediately. Wow. So I was like, oh no, she's going to find her dad dead, but they didn't go further into it. Yeah, who knows? So but again, I'm thinking maybe that's where he went. We saw what happened with Medina's boyfriend. Exactly. So. Which was crazy, I dude. That was so long. He just that went, was long game. Oh man, there's so Real. much about that movie. You guys have to watch it again just to kind of. Read I, it. Oh, I, I honestly. Well, I, that's one thing I, I I liked about it. it was created by using a zoom with a with five different uh, screens. It wasn't like watching Paranormal Activity where it switched between screen one, two, or three different static shots. This was five shots sometimes at once. Yep, catching anything on any of those screens well 
when you were saying that, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, um, you're absolutely right. So there's a part where um, I think Gemma, someone had like a hanging person in the back while you're also trying to focus on all of these. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, did you see that? And Chris is like, what? No, I didn't yeah, see no, that. I didn't, I didn't see it last night either when I watched it a second time. I'll have to go back and watch it again. I wonder if there's more like that where oh, gotta be. you've got, you know, your eyes going all over and you miss something else. Bet you can be. find any article online. Five things you missed in the movie host. Right? Like, there's all <laughs> oh, those 100%. articles and five, th- five of the greatest scares ever and five things you didn't see. And I then hate that's those the movie, too, the right? hour long movie. <laughs> I hate those articles. But yeah, well, last night when I went to start the film, I was like, holy shit, this is only an hour. It's like 57 minutes or something like that. I was like, well, that makes sense. Um, but the thing is, is when you finish it, you don't feel like it was an hour. It felt like it was longer because mm-hmm. it's so intense. And that's that's a thing mm-hmm. in, in reality too, right? When you're going through trauma, when there are things that are so – that are literally hitting your senses and, and, and almost assaulting you, uh, a minute feels like forever. It feels like such a long time. So I remember when it ended last night being like, oh, okay. And I went home. I didn't even realize the time but la- uh, or the other night when we watched it. But last night when I started it, I was like, it's only an hour? I mean, it makes sense, but I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, they didn't stretch it out. Like, some movies will make it, pro- like, the cut scenes will shoot it through. But because it uses that same Zoom call, it's right. It's timed at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I I love the I love the movie. I thought it was so <laughs> it was creative great. and just intelligent. I think the, it's... The smart people. <laughs> it's inventive. And the real world, like, I mean, I guess there there was metaphors throughout it, too. Like, the whole idea is that masks are true horrors. Like, the whole is that, what is it? They're wearing the masks. The uh, people have the filters on their faces. Mm-hmm. And In COVID, and we wear masks. This is just now a thing. Yeah, when you say that, masks, right? That was the idea was that, that unfortunately, they invited something because they created what would typically call the way that the medium uh, explain it is almost like creating a mask and whatever comes through gets to wear whatever you decided you were going to create for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which leads us all the way back to the beginning of the discussion, right? This was because there were people who didn't take it seriously at all. So it's kind of like yep. you, you got to just, re- even if you don't believe, just respect it because you never know, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit of that. Uh, Amber, how many Ouija boards out of five do you give this film? Ooh. Four and a half. Four and a half Ouija boards out of five. Very nice. Anthony. I give a good four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. Copycat. I got to tell you, for me, this is a five. This is a five film for me because I thought, again, phenomenal acting for people who are unknowns completely, right? The fact that they did it in quarantine, the production of this film is 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 tight. It's part. It's really good. Six uh, uh, sixty mm-hmm. minutes, almost sixty minutes, even not even like because dr- you know when you hit that part in movie horror movies where you're like, oh, you could have ended this a while ago, right? They mm-hmm. did it. They're like, we don't have to stand to any norm that says you have to do this in an hour and a half or an hour and twenty. We're gonna mm-hmm. do this in. They told you a story. This is it. Uh, yeah, and it was. I thought it was great acting. I felt like it was the the chemistry between everybody because it's you know it's informed by the fact that they are true friends. It's very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Writing, dude, come on! Like the writing of this, the fact that this story is what it is. It was like, holy cow, this is brilliant. Well, um, yeah, five well, out of five. Well, yeah. Well, I found out. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you had. If it said this in the article that you had sent us, but there's a lot of the script, like it was a sort of like kind of like half half scripted, half improvised. 
Yeah, they were. It was as, certain things where like you you're just told to do this and act it out and do this. It wasn't like through. they didn't tell him exactly what they had to say or do either. Yeah, but what they did do is um he was t- uh, one of the things I read was it was kind of like paranormal activity. No, I'm sorry, uh, like Blair Witch. So Blair Witch. The it's very well known in the making of that film that the filmmakers literally almost drove those people like they they really terrified them. They tortured mm-hmm. them while they were out there because there was things that were happening that they didn't know were going to happen in the film. So they thought yep. when they were camping to sleep for the night, that was them camping to go to sleep for the night so that they can get up the next morning and start filming uh, the movie again. And so when those noises would happen, the children's like all that stuff. All that was real. They would torture these people this way. And in this film, now they weren't tortured, but they did. Uh, the the director would get them like in a mood to watch and get uh, or in the mood to mm-hmm. be terrified by showing them like horror movies and, and things like that. And it, it would terrify the crap out of them. Um, here's the thing: at the very end of this, uh, this is the the article I sent you. This is what it says. It's the Telegraph. It says no breakout horror hit is complete without a string of sequels. Is there an idea for Host Two? First of all, what do you guys think? Should there be a sequel to this? Should they can should they jump on this and just keep going with the Zoom idea? Or any of these characters? Is there anybody that um, this, this I don't thing goes think it through? should be a direct sequel. I think what it would what it should be is how uh, the seancer comes back and it's kind of like what? the seancer. I don't know the medium. The se- that's what it is. <laughs> I really couldn't think of what the to say. Seancer, the seance, like, uh, the, <laughs> the me- seance. Uh, I could see it being like the medium coming back after a five month hiatus because she hasn't been able to cope with doing one, and she's going to do like her first like Zoom seance. I could see it doing that. So this way. is what they say: there's not going to be a sequel necessarily, but a spiritual follow up. Quote, Rob Savage says, we're absolutely not done with found footage. This was just a warm up. We're playing around with some ideas that I don't think anyone would see coming, but which take, uh, but which take what I've, but which take what we've done in the host to the next level. It's pretty wild. So that just sounds really kind of cool. Yo, tell it me they're going to do a ghost movie through Snapchat. <laughs> oh, that, no, mean, no, no. Is, is it going to be, is it going to I mean, that's the thing is that, like, how are you going to take what you've learned from Zoom? Well, like, Zoom? Facebook Live, Instagram Live. But, like, that's, is it going to just take place through across social media? I mean, I think they've opened up a huge door into their possibilities. <laughs> and um, I personally do not want them to do a sequel or a prequel. I think that they need to leave that by itself and allow it to be a fantastic movie mm-hmm. as it is without anything comparative. I think a spiritual sequel would be nice. I, it depends on what they mean by spiritual sequel. Usually it means that it's it's something. So have you ever seen Cloverfield? Yes. Did you ever see 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. So it's a spiritual sequel. It's a part of gotcha. that world, but it's not directly anything at all with that world. You know what I mean? completely so it's it's something that's kind of along the idea of or in the world of or maybe in the same vein but yeah not the exact sequel of characters i I think that would be kind of cool because it's kind of like you know what this director's idea is he wants to do a horror demonic or horror uh like a supernatural film done through alternative media mediums i'm cool with that 
Yeah. Leave the characters, leave that story, close that story, and give me a new one. I'm cool with that with your directing. Listen, I would trust... So I remember mm-hmm. when Blumhouse was first a thing, right? And 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 the movies they were putting out were just some really good stuff. And so I would it would used to be like, oh, it's a Blumhouse film. This is gonna be great. I will trust these guys with whatever movie they want to make. Whatever they're putting out next, I'm already in. I already pre bought all my tickets for the next five years for all <laughs> the movies they're putting out because yeah. to be able to do this and, and almost reinvent found footage again. It's yes. just this is something else, man. This has been this is going to be one of those films that people are going to look back on, and horror is going to look back on and say this was a pivotal moment, uh, especially with Corona and and the way we do things and present any kind of entertainment. I was just watching that some some of these TV shows are just now coming out. back from their hiatuses. They're like brand brand new episodes, and you think to yourself, is it safe to be filming because you don't have to do it in person? There mm-hmm. are so many different ways that people are showing you can put out content and not have to do this and host is one of these things like look at this you could do a movie completely on zoom are you serious now are you serious now yeah that's insane i mean it's i mean like i said it was a fantastic movie and i think that they've proven how talented they are so i agree i will be first in line to see the next thing that they put out exactly mm-hmm. all righty then so Guys, that was host. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to get yourself the Shutter app. You're not going to see it anywhere else. It's exclusively on Shutter. Uh, it's seven ninety nine for a week trial. If you if you don't want to buy the whole, you know, actually get into it, get the trial and check out some of these movies before they're out. But host is definitely one you guys are going to have to see uh, before this Halloween season's over. Anthony, do you have anything else you want to tell the folks before we head out? Guys, listen. Uh, thanks so much. Share this show with uh, someone else that you think they'd enjoy it. Check out shows on the network. Uh, go enjoy a good horror movie this month. Amber? I don't really have anything to say. I just like talking to you guys. Sweet. <laughs> so listen to Amber talk to us and to herself at BICBP-radio.com. I'm out. I got nothing else to say. So um, hit the lights, man. It's time to get spooky. See you next week. Peace. Peace.